Hey everyone, what's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Mates Rates Podcast. Again, it's just me, your boy, Warwick, just chilling here in my room. Um, how you guys have all been for the past week? You know, um, first episode off the rank after a couple of months, bit, uh, bit sketch <laughs> to say the least, but I'm back and I'm feeling a lot more confident, feeling better about it and yeah, I'm keen to talk shit for the next half an hour or so. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this episode short because... Without a guest, it's kind of weird just me talking by myself in my room. But um, yeah, other than that, hope you enjoy this episode yet again. So jumping straight into it, because Melbourne is still in the inedible lockdown, I've been watching a lot of movies um, and TV shows. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like me getting older now, but I'm really struggling to watch new stuff. Um. I don't know, it's weird because it's my job, but I look at like trailers and I'm like, oh yeah, cool, I should check that out. Never do. Um, so maybe that's something I probably should be working on. But in saying that, two new films that I did watch in the past week, and no, this is not becoming a film review podcast because um, fuck, those people are really annoying, like those film critics. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked, but jumping into it, Devil All The Time or The Devil All The Time. That is one of the most insane storyline movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I, I could try not to do that type of shit. But um, it's basically Dunkirk on crack. And now Dunkirk had like three different storylines going on. This has about five different storylines over two generations of people. And somehow all the storylines are intertwined and joined together. Very insane film, um, especially when it comes to like storytelling. So my advice, if you're a filmmaker or, you know, probably in film school more specifically, drop out of film school, study that movie religiously and you should be good. Um, yeah, again, like across the board, like cinematography, story, all of that was really insane. And the whole time I was like on the edge of my seat, like um, Kayla, my wife and I were just amazed at how good it was. So the only thing I didn't like was the accents. I don't know what it is with like these American films that they love like the deep shelf American accent. Um, made it really hard to understand dialogue sometimes and understand where the story is going, but that kind of made up for it with the visuals. So yeah, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend The Devil All The Time. Um, and also, we watched The Social Dilemma, that documentary that everyone's watching and deciding to delete their social media accounts about. Um, I'm trying not to be too offensive when I say this, but I kind of thought most of those points, pretty much all those points in the movie that were being made was common knowledge. You know, um, the way that your phone constantly listens to you and the way that social media understands your data and takes your data and mines it and gives you ads. I thought that was something that kind of everyone knew and that's not me trying to sound snobby or anything, but I thought it would kind of make sense. That's why you get tailored ads the way that you do and that's why you get the algorithms the way that you do. Some of it was pretty intense though, like the way that it shifted, you know, um, obviously the American election and like Pizzagate and all that stuff, like conspiracy theories. It's a wild trip of a movie. Um, I don't, I don't really condone like deleting social media, like in the movie, they're making good points. Like social media is actually really good for society. Um, but 
yeah, I'm just not, I don't know. It's, it gets pretty intense pretty quickly <laughs> in, in some sections. Sorry, I just got sidetracked because I'm just making sure my audio is good. I'm just, this is the technical difficulty podcast brought to you by me. All right, we're good. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Um, anyways, back to The Social Dilemma. Really good documentary as well. If you want to know more about like data analysis and how social media apps use it to tailor your ads and all types of things, it's crazy. Like the people that they interview in there, um, that's that was the most eye-opening bit for me. They got people from Facebook and Pinterest and not just like you know, back-end developers or whatever. They got really high people that used to work at these companies and not anymore, probably for obvious reasons, to talk about these issues in social media. So, yeah, definitely recommend that movie as well. I don't know. It's just a good doco to watch, I guess. I, I, I love a good documentary. Anyways, um, and yeah, that's what I've been watching in lockdown. And speaking of lockdown, our COVID cases have dropped dramatically. You know, just a sweet flex here in Melbourne. And again, I don't want to. I don't want to be like here every week updating you on the COVID, um, uh, like what what's happening in COVID in Melbourne. I don't want to be like that, dude. But it is sick. Like I can finally see the ending <laughs> coming close, which is really sick. Um, so they brought a bunch of things forward. Um, like they eased like a lot of restrictions earlier and they brought forward the next step a week earlier, which is fucking sick. So I can get back to work even earlier. Um, but with every good, there's bad. And I've noticed, and this kind of ties into the social dilemma as well, because they kind they they speak on this a bit. They so we've had anti-lockdown protests, and it's annoying as hell. It's just uneducated people believing articles on Facebook and not really doing an ounce of research. Well, they do their own research, but it's bullshit articles written by other conspiracy theorists. Anyways. I'm at the point where it's funny as fuck because there are these anti-lockdown protests and the first one had like um, 300 people and I think that they were expecting like um, some insane number, like 100,000 people. <laughs> so only th only 300 people showed up. They've had them every week and each week they drop more and more and more. Like... So I'm going to play a video and I, again, I hate to be that person, but if you are listening to this podcast, the audio version, please just pause it at what time we at? Pause it at like the, you know, six minute mark. Have I only been talking for that long? Fuck. I feel like we've been talking for 15 minutes. All right. I've got to slow down my words so I can kind of squeeze this out. Pause it, jump on YouTube and watch it. Just Mates Rates podcast on YouTube. And yeah, while I'm here also... Thanks again for everyone that has that checked out the last episode, even though it was d like dodgy as all over the place. I was a fucking mess. I was wildly unprepared as well. Um, but again, thank you so much for the people that did turn up to that. If you want to support the podcast, I don't have a Patreon or any of that stuff. But if you could just rate it and subscribe to YouTube, like it, tell a couple of mates if you want to. I don't know. I'm just here for a good time. Anyways. Going back to what I'm about to show you. Now, shout out to Cam Smith on Twitter. He has basically been 
my entertainment during this whole lockdown period. I don't know how. He's probably undercover somehow. But he's gone into these Facebook groups that are like wild conspiracy theories about COVID. Um, some of the rabbit holes are deep. I'm, I'm talking like people believe that Dan Andrews, our premier, is like a clone and he's been arrested for crimes against humanity. It runs fucking deep. <laughs> so he has found these videos on his Facebook groups or Zoom calls, whatever they're being shown as, and just shared them on Twitter for a laugh. And it's been wildly entertaining. So if you want to check it out, his Twitter handle, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's pronounced... I. I'm reading it now as like Sexenheimer, so S-E-X-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R. Shout out to Cam Smith for all the great content, and he has been covering these um, anti-lockdown protests, full circle moment. So, oh man, what is going on with this feedback? Y'all been hearing this feedback too? I fucking hope not. I don't know why that's happening. Just going to quickly... Technical fucking support. Anyways, so I live down the road to Chadston. And for those unaware, Chadston is the largest shopping center in the Southern Hemisphere. Bit of a mouthful, but that's that's facts. It's fucking huge. And it's literally like a two-minute drive from my house. Um and obviously, it's a huge place. A lot of businesses have been affected there. And I assume rent ain't cheap. So I feel like come three weeks' time when we can actually get out of our houses and we can check it out, it's going to be a bit grim there. Anyways, what these anti-lockdown protests are doing now is they're trying to congregate in groups in like these uh, mob style. Is that the right term I'm trying to use? The pop mobs? You know the ones like, you know, they have like a pop-up group of dancers and they do a dance and then they fuck off real quick. Flash mob, that's the word. They're doing flash mob protests to avoid police, but the police are on it somehow and just picking them up left, right and center. So this was two weekends ago, I believe, um, or last weekend. And there was one in Elwood, somewhere there was like one at the park and one at chadston but the funny thing is these numbers are dwindling this flash mob protest had like not even 20 people on it and what they're doing now is they're singing john farnham's you're the voice don't know why are they trying to like sing it like the pied piper get all the people out and protest against the lockdown I don't understand. Also, quick side note, don't understand why you would protest the lockdown. We still have a shitload of freedom. We're still able to go shopping, like obviously not for clothes, but still able to go get our food, um, still can go out for exercise. I know the 5K rule is a bit shit, but if you want anything retail-wise, we live in 2020. Just jump on Amazon, get that shit primed to your house, boom, it's there, it's instant. It's, well, not instant, but... I don't know. Oh, that's like a whole nother debate. That's just my thoughts on it. Anyways, so back to this flash mob and John Farnham, you're the voice. And what's funny is that after this weekend, John Farnham came out and actually spoke against this saying, please, like completely not endorsing it. But like, please do not sing my song for this protest. I do not endorse it. I am for the lockdown, which is sick. 
on you, Johnny. So here's this video of the protest that I want to share. It's a quick one, only 30 seconds long, and I've been hyping up for a long time, so we're getting to it now. But <laughs> these people are singing out of time, and I think it's just a perfect way to describe the groups of these people that do these anti-lockdown protests. Like, they're so uneducated in life, so poorly managed on basic skills, they can't even get the timing right for a classic hit of a song. So we're going to watch it together, okay? (laughs) Here we go. Here it comes. Here comes the chorus. It's completely out of out of sync. Like, oh, and then the guy singing it has to pull everyone back in. By the way, the dude that's singing this apparently is like the singer of an a tribute band. So again, goes to show you what these types of people are. And it's so funny that he has to kind of conduct them to sing in time after he's like, sing it, and then everyone's out of time. I don't know. I just find this shit hilarious. It's kind of like reminds me of um, my touring days when you go to a gig and the singer's like, all right, like everyone clap along and everyone claps out of sync and it sometimes throws a drummer off because the claps are louder than the click track and then it throws off the time for everything. But this video, look, there's like only like 20 of them. There's more news reporters than protesters. That's how bad these protests are. There's another video that I didn't even really want to give the time of day. And I'm probably talking, I'm me talking about this protest stuff for too long is giving them too much time of day. But that same, this same weekend or a few days later or whatever, there was a guy who was just by him, who organized the protest, but it was just him that showed up. It's fucking hilarious. I'm not going to show the video because I don't want to give them that time, but is hilarious nevertheless. <laughs> so... I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you as like a bit of lockdown humor, a bit of lockdown funny that's, that's going on. So yeah, that's that. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for, um, thank you for coming along. Um, so tailing off from these, uh, conspiracy theory type, um, conspiracy theories. Yeah. These conspiracy theories coming out of lockdown, Again, some of them are crazy, um, and this relates to social dilemma as well. Um, there's like a Pizzagate kind of thing going on that people think that there's children being rescued in the tunnels that are being built. Um, again, for those that don't know, Melbourne's going through this massive um, restructure of our roads, and they're building huge tunnels to make it more efficient for all the traffic. It's just basic infrastructure stuff, but it's going to make a huge difference on traffic. For whatever reason, these people think that there's children trapped in these tunnels and they're being rescued, and that's why we're having lockdown and curfew. But we don't have curfew anymore. So stoners rejoice. If you get high past 9 p.m. and you forget to have snacks, you're good. You're good now. You can go down to the servo, get your ice cream, your M&Ms, your Coke, not not nose beer Coke, but, you know, Coca-Cola, and get your stoner snacks. Rejoice, you know? Peace is back in the world. Peace has been restored. But anyways, continuing on with these protests, I'm, I'm wondering I'm wondering if it's my phone fucking with this interference. I really hope it's not coming up because it's going to kill my vibe completely. And I'm not doing this again. I don't want to fucking re-record it. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, these conspiracy theories run fucking deep. And one of the worst contenders of them is Pete Evans, who I had a light bulb moment the other day. I was like, holy shit, this is the dude that used to host My Kitchen Rules, a very D-grade level Australian reality TV show. So he, because of the conspiracy theories he has come out with, he has basically been stripped of all of his publicity. And again, we're talking Australian celebrities here. They're not they're not anyone worth mentioning worldwide, but in Australia, it's kind of a big deal, I guess. So because of these crazy th- things that came out of, he has been basically stripped of all of his mainstream media titles and no one really knows about him anymore except for the people that do follow him directly on social media. And the, like, the funny thing is, again, going back to Cam Smith, absolute legend of a dude, came out and found a post of Pete Evans saying that he was promoting, like, a pyramid scheme, which is peak conspiracy theory when you really think about it. (laughs) So this kind of goes into my next section of the podcast that I wanted to spend a lot of time, well, not a lot of time talking about, but... I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about the one, the only, 6ix9ine. We're in music territory now. We're past conspiracy theories. Thank you for coming um, to that wonderful talk. So, for those who don't know 6ix9ine, I, I doubt there's very few people who don't know who he is. Huge fucking rapper got caught up in some serious fucking crimes, some very serious federal crimes. He was facing like 30 years in prison. Um, Somehow got off on all charges because he snitched, rare. Um, And since he's come out of prison, he has dropped off the face of the earth. Well, not completely dropped off the face of the earth, but again, like Pete Evans, he's been stripped of everything because he's not gangster anymore. He he came out like, okay, I tried listening to the new 6ix9ine album. I was like, all right, this has been hyped. He's had broken all of these like streaming records or whatever. I'll listen to it. Even though the stream records are debatable, but that's another, that's another story for another time. I listened to a whole 40 seconds of that album before I had to switch it off. I was like, oh, I can't. I never really fucked with 6ix9ine in the first place anyways. I always found it weird that he got the N-word pass and he was acting all gangster and stuff. Like Snoop Dogg made a really good point of his dude is like in his mid-20s and he's gone from like just this regular kid to be a rapper to then, oh, for me to be a legit rapper, I need to be in a gang. And then he joins like the Bloods. He joins, like, a very fucking serious crime, like, um, gang. Can't slip to my words there, whatever. So, joins a very serious gang, faces all his time, shits his pants, and then decides to snitch on everyone, and then he gets off. But before all of that, he was getting huge interviews on all the mainstream places, like, um, pretty sure he did... Well, he did The Breakfast Club... Um, and he's done like, obviously once you went to get that level of you're doing the breakfast club, you you've hit like a pretty mainstream level, but that motherfucker was everywhere. And then during the court cases, 
all media was just quiet about him except for like rap blogs. And then, yeah, it's since he's come out because he's been stripped of all of that for his album, he's had no support from these same outlets and he's had to go through the the weirdest transition I've ever seen an artist do. He's done a press run with YouTubers and TikTokers. And the only reason why I know this, and this is trailing back to the last episode where I talk about, um, you know, starting a war with Boomer TikTok. I was on TikTok one day and he came up and has like a suggested post with like a um, an influencer on TikTok or whatever. And it's not an interview and it's not a promo. It's just, hey, I'm a TikToker and this is featuring my new friend, 6ix9ine. And I just found it so weird and I watched the video and it was just awkward because I don't think he really understands the platform. It was kind of cringe and I was like looking at him as well. I was like, oh man, like most people in prison get ripped. He, well, that's probably like a, um, what was it, like a stereotype. You go in prison, you get ripped. But what is he going to do during prison? He's probably going to work out. He didn't and, you know, kind of goes to show. But that's just my personal opinion. So... I've seen him pop up on YouTube as well. Like he jumped on like the Logan Paul podcast, which by the way, I know Logan Paul cops a lot of flack, but I have listened to a few of his podcast episodes and they are pretty interesting, but I can't, I can't bother listening to him like to six, nine in general. I tried listening to what interview was it? Oh, I think it was just an Instagram live stream that he did and he was talking about you're calling me a snitch but you would have snitched if this was you and this was you and like where's the loyalty and I was like dude you chose that lifestyle like you get caught up in some shit shit will go down all the lines are blurred when you're in like that world so you can't just be like oh it's all black and white because it's not so I don't know that's just me I'm gonna go and way too much of a tangent about that but basically he's four from six nines four from grace if you don't know who he is or you're not interested or not involved in that kind of world, um, let's compare it to an Australian person. This is like Chris Hemsworth all of a sudden just got gets caught hanging out at the Emerson. <laughs> so context, again, the Emerson Hotel in Melbourne is a club where D-grade celebrities go to to hang out and flex that one time that they were on the bachelor or some shit like that and i worked an event at the emerson with those people and they are the shittest people in the world there's probably some that are good okay so i can't blank them all into there but the ones that i experienced that night because i was photographer i got up yeah you're like yeah you guys want to take a photo i felt like i was back in high school and they were just like giving me the cold shoulder i was like dude i'm just trying to do my job here couldn't give a shit what show you were on because reality TV is just trash. But I was like, couldn't care less. Let me just take the photo so I can go home because I don't want to be out late because I'm getting older. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so it's basically, yeah, Chris Hemsworth hanging out with those people. That's like the fall from grace that 6 9 has had at his level. Oh, my cat is screaming. For those who hear it, um, this is a podcast now featuring my cat screaming in the background. So... Moving along, man, so much music has come out lately. Um, I tried listening to the MGK album and it's so boring. I don't understand why people are hyping it. Uh, again, I'm probably just being like one of those people that are just shitting on it, but it's just, I just didn't like it at all. I was like, okay, this is just Blink 182 
circa 2003 again. And don't get me wrong, that was like the hype, but that was that time and it's not that time anymore. So just kind of move on. I get it, Travis Barker helped write, produce the album, so that's why it sounds like that. But I just found it so boring. And it's funny because I was listening to... Um, Noel Miller's I was watching Noel's stream um, a couple weeks ago and someone donated and asked him to review this rapper and just a quick side note I've been really I've been trying really hard to listen to like new age rap and I just don't I don't get majority of it um, Caitlin and I tracked on Travis Scott the other night and I was like oh okay cool yeah like this I can kind of get around, but for the most part, I'm not that interested. I'm like more of like an old school guy. But anyways, that was a, that was just a tangent. But Noel was saying in the stream that all of these new rappers are like one note away from a pop punk album. And then MGK, not long after, announced his new album, which was a pop punk album. And it could not be any more true. There's a song on that album with Trippy Red on it. So you're melding the two worlds together. And that song in particular sounds like a current rap song that you listen to. So, yeah, Noel hit the head on that. Hit the nail on the head with that one. So, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening to this and this is now the music podcast. I swear to you, this is the only episode that I'm going to be talking probably this much in depth about music. So, thanks for bearing with it. And um, we'll be back to regular shit talking um, next episode. <laughs> So, yeah, try to listen to MGK album. It's okay. I get it if you've never listened to pop punk before. If you were an MGK fan and you were like, you fucked with the rap world a bit and also like that, the meme of Eminem dissing him so hard he changes the genres, that joke is dead, but it's kind of relevant still. Like that meme is dead, but the joke is still pretty relevant, <laughs> especially for that album. So if you've listened, if you've fucked with MGK and like those kind of rappers, and this album came out and you've never listened to pop punk before i get it if you could really fuck with it because i remember the first time i listened to pop punk i was like oh my god this is the best you know shout out to good charlotte uh little things when that came out and in what year was that what year was that hold up because now i'm actually really interested to know when that came out what year 2000 2000 that came out that is crazy. That was 20 years ago that song came out. And I remember listening to it and I was like, this is me now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, God. I had this whole other thing that I thought of the other day about how good Charlotte used to fuck with, like, gangster type people. And now they're like these pop idols kind of thing. Just like a funny transition. It's kind of like what 6 9 probably wanted to do. And failed miserably at it, minus the whole prison thing. Actually, did Good Charlotte have like a... I don't think they had a prison thing, but they probably... I think they did something illegal that maybe caught them in a lot of trouble. So, anyways. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to kind of touch on music-wise. It's a new Alpha Wolf album. Holy shit. I needed to lie down after I listened to that album. That is some insane, heavy music. Um, yeah, incredible album if you are into like 
heavy music. If you're not, I really recommend you got you listen to it. If you are, I listen to it when I, when I run now, and it's just like a good pissed off album. So yeah, I highly recommend listening to Alpha Wolf, Alpha Wolf's new album, and it got me thinking because. The thing is, right, I, I grew up listening to a lot of rap as well as um, like pop punk kind of music, which then morphed into like hardcore music. Diss tracks were a big thing kind of growing up listening to rap music, kind of dive, died off for a bit and then it got brought back, but really bad. Have you seen, have you guys seen like the YouTuber diss tracks? They are... I think that's why people probably stop doing diss tracks. <laughs> they listen to the, the YouTube ones and they're like, oh, okay, this is dead now. All right, so I'm, a, I, I'm just going to approach the elephant in the room. Everyone's probably thinking about Alpha Wolf album, probably definitely talking about some shit with the old singer, which is good. Dude's a piece of shit, okay? So, you know, that deserves it. I want hardcore to be gangster again. Okay, I thought about this for a while. Okay, I, ha- I had this whole thing written out about what I wanted to... Well, not written out, but the whole thing that I planned out that I wanted to talk about, dissecting what... Like, some of the things Alpha Wolf have written about that are kind of alluding towards their their previous singer, which they're probably not going to speak about publicly because of, like, the climate of things are now. They probably just want to avoid that shitstorm. But I want hardcore gangster to be back because it reminded me of when Amua wrote a song like oh god how long ago like 10 15 years ago now probably not 15 but at least 10 years ago about the Acacia strain and Amua again are another one of those like I wouldn't I wouldn't really call them gang- uh, they're, yeah they're gangster hardcore I guess you know, you say what you will about their music. They make a few diss tracks. They did one just recently as well, and they called out a whole bunch of artists by name. That is what I want in hardcore now. I want that to be brought back because some of the music written, especially Alpha Wolf's album, is insane. It is so heavy written in terms of, like, the instruments. So I am here today to advocate for all hardcore bands to start writing gangster albums. I want heavy-as-fuck albums and writing like diss tracks, not towards other artists unless you have like some really big beef with them, but just write some diss tracks, you know? Don't be afraid to call someone by name. It, <laughs> I just had this funny thought of like a hardcore band in high school writing the diss track about their gym teacher because they made them like do extra laps or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. That's just shit that I find funny. Anyways, um, yeah, that... That, my friends, is the review on that new Alpha Wolf album. So, 10 out of 10, definitely cop. Actually, I bought a hat of theirs, which is supposed to be coming soon. I got next day delivery, but I ordered it on Friday. Still not here, um, and it's Tuesday. So, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to give you guys a shit of review for that. But, yeah, definitely listen to Alpha Wolf's new album and, like, yeah, even like Knock Loose's new album is, well, it's not new anymore, but I feel like that type of really heavy, hardcore music, like really big chugs is coming back in a big way. So if you fuck with that, I definitely think you should listen to more of that kind of stuff. Um, or here, you know, this is just basically being a free lesson in um, music. 
covering, you know, rap um, and hardcore, um, the two things that I only really kind of listened to. So, yeah, didn't Justin Bieber come out with a new album? I feel... Or is Justin Bieber just in every fucking album now? Um, Because I've been listening to some stuff with Justin Bieber in it, just as like a um, palate cleanser, (laughs) as you might say. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of that's kind of been it for today. I just kind of want to the last, very very last thing I kind of want to talk on, which I won't bang on much about, but I probably should have put this at the start of the podcast. I didn't. Whatever. I don't give a shit. If you listen to all this way through, um, comment below. I don't know. I don't know why I even said that. Why did I think that was going to be a good idea if I didn't have anything prepared? <laughs> um, Alf Wolf Chugs. Just comment that down below if you're watching the YouTube. Um, can you comment on the iTunes one? I don't know. I'm not going to look into it. I am just want again thank everyone that has been checking out my latest sketch videos. I know I spoke about a lot last, but the one I just released about deleting social media was probably like the kind of the, not scariest, but um, I don't even get nervous, but it was kind of nervous. I was like, I haven't done a sketch video like this before where I've spoken about um, something outside of filmmaking as a meme. And it, it, it hit like it, it did pretty good. Um, you know, I put it on, I made it as a TikTok originally and that kind of went all right. And then I put it on Twitter and I got a bunch of retweets and views. And then I put it on Instagram. It was the same deal. So if you listen all this way through and you have watched those videos, again, a huge, huge shout out. It would actually mean the world to me if I hate, I hate fishing for promo, but if you could jump on my YouTube channel, check it out, like it, comment on it and share it around it does help um help the youtube algorithm let people let more people know about what i'm doing um and i'm this is something i'm really starting to be kind of balls deep passionate about in saying that that was actually that was actually not supposed to be the video i was going to upload i did this whole other video about business tiktok and ripping it apart um because, like, what business advice could you possibly give in 60 seconds? It's next to none, really. So I had all these memes lined up. And then I filmed the video. I edited it. spent all this time. And I looked back on it. I'm like, you know what? This ain't funny. Not funny at all. And I was defeated as hell. I was so bummed because I put all this effort into it. And it wasn't – in my head, it was a lot funnier than it was. Then I released it. And that's been the case with a few videos. I'm actually looking at my notes here. And I had a whole video written about the conspiracy theories around COVID. And I was going to do a whole video breaking them down. Um, Let me bring up what I've said. Um, Yeah, trial tunnels, um, the Chinese planes and Freemasons stuff on the planes. Like when they were parking the planes, they had symbols on them that the the, um, ground crew kind of fucked with people by writing like Freemason stuff on there to fuck with the conspiracy theorists. It was really funny. And then, yeah, I had a whole thing where I was going to talk about the Danny Drew clones video, the, the crazy Karens, and I don't know. I just kind of left it. Uh, there's still some ideas brewing there, but I kind of left it. What I'm trying to say is I have been filming videos, and I haven't been uploading all of them because I'm like, this ain't funny. I don't want to put anything out there that's not funny, even though YouTube's whole mantra is 
we don't care what the content is, just keep uploading it and you'll start getting recommended more people. And that might be cool to do now and then go back and like delete the videos that I don't fuck with, but I don't want to be that. I want to be the person that's like, all right, cool. This is funny. Spend all this time making it and find it hilarious and do it. And you can tell that I had a lot of fun making the um, deleting social media sketch. You know, it's a very short one, but... I filmed it all in like half an hour. I had a lot of fun with it. There's like outtakes in there where I'm laughing with Caitlin and like my cat's kind of freaking out as well. And yeah, so thank you again for the for checking that out. I have a video idea that I'm going to film. So this is going to come out tomorrow, Wednesday, that you're listening to. What's up, um, you know, future, future people. I have this other video that I'm thinking about that I'm going to do and hopefully that's good enough and I can upload it next week and then hopefully by then I've kind of found my groove a bit more and I can upload more. So again, I just want to shout out everyone that has been checking out my sketch content and everyone's been checking out this podcast content. It's only a small audience, but what's up? I feel like you guys are all my friends, um, you know, and yeah, don't be afraid to, you know, leave a bit more love on there, a bit more comments, a bit more likes, you know? Um, yeah, sorry if this hasn't been too much of a funny kind of podcast. There was just like, this is kind of what I want to do more of. I want to talk more about like things that are happening and trying to slip jokes in there at a time and, you know, share funny clips like the one I did before. Warwick, don't forget to put that in the podcast video version. Otherwise, it's going to be really awkward for you. (laughs) So yeah, thank you again for checking out this podcast. Again, said it a bunch of times, but if you did enjoy this podcast, please like it rate it on iTunes and Spotify, tell your mates about it, whatever. If not, I'll see you guys next week. This is going to be a weekly thing. I'm picking this shit up weekly. So again, thanks so much, everyone. Have a good one and I'll see you next week.